This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Now, continuing coverage of the expenses scandal at the legislature on the Simi Sarah Show. If the outcome of those audits did not outrage the public, did not make them throw up, I will resign as Speaker. Moments ago, hearing from the Speaker's office that indeed there is a criminal investigation underway. The RCMP has been called in. It's like a bomb went off in this building. He informed us that we were on, <clears throat> going to be placed on administrative leave. Speaker Daryl Plekis is accusing the pair of spending big, of stealing alcohol, uh, $3,200 for a wood splitter, uh, another $10,000 for a trailer for it. Uh, apparently the wood splitter was never actually parked or placed at the legislature. Instead, according to uh, Daryl Pluckis, it was in uh, Craig James' uh, garage. The Legislative Assembly Management Committee promised an eminent jurist, and they're now saying you couldn't find anyone more eminent than Beverly McLaughlin. She will have the power to do interviews with individuals as well as uh, to get the information that she needs to get to the bottom of this. Oh, it is another big day in our provincial capital. The two men at the center of this whole legislature spending scandal could learn their fate. It has been months now since we first learned about this story. And today we're actually expecting Beverly McLaughlin's report into the situation that's going to be released to the public within the next hour. And there could be a vote on the fate of the suspended clerk, Craig James, and the suspended sergeant-at-arms, Gary Lentz, immediately afterwards. So let's talk more about this. Remember, in all of this, both James and Lentz have denied any wrongdoing. So how did we get here? Well, for that, we're going to turn to Keith Baldry, our Global BC Legislative Bureau Chief. Good morning, Keith. That was quite an intro sound montage there. It really was. <laughs> Brings back a lot of memories over the last six months, it, right? It certainly does. certainly does. Everything's... Um, yeah, so we're expecting literally minutes away from the release of Beverly McLaughlin's report into the Speaker's allegations. Uh, it's going to come uh, at the end of question period, which is about just before 11 a.m. this morning. Uh, Mike Farmer, the government house leader, is going to stand up. He will table McLaughlin's report and um, potentially a couple of other uh, add-ons in terms of her report. And then uh, we're going to see if he moves a motion, uh, at least one motion, that uh, will affect the employment status of these two uh, table officers, the legislature, Craig James, the, the chief clerk, and Gary Lenz, the sergeant-at-arms. And uh, then they're going to come out to the blue curtain here, we call it, uh, for a scrum with the press gallery and explain exactly uh, what, uh, what has evolved here. So how did we get here? Like This started, what, about six months ago or so? Can you walk us through that just to get a refresher? Well, the, the speaker made some allegations against uh, the clerk and the uh, sergeant-at-arms, uh, but after it was revealed, uh, he revealed that uh, there was a special prosecutor investigation of the two officers here at the B.C. legislature. He informed the government, uh, the, um, the, the three house leaders of that fact, in the wake of a special prosecution, uh, investigation, uh, a police investigation, the House leaders decide to move a motion, and the table officers are, are hired by the legislature, and they can only be removed or suspended by the legislature. It's not like the Speaker can do it. So they moved a motion to basically suspend the two officers from their jobs. It was passed unanimously. They were escorted, the two officers, 
out of the building by P- Victoria police officers. It was incredibly dramatic here, and people were in absolute shock because nobody had any inkling this was happening. Then it was revealed the speaker had been conducting his own investigation with his special aide, which w- proved to be unsettling with people. Uh, he produced a report uh, uh, sort of detailing his allegations against the two officers. They responded with their own, uh, with a rebuttal, trying to explain their their situation. Uh, the House leaders and the Le- Legislative uh, Assembly Management Committee, which consists of the House leaders and a couple other MLAs, decided it was best to get this thing out of the legislature and get some independent eyes on this thing. And that's why they hired uh, Beverly McLaughlin, the former uh, Chief Justice of the, B- of the uh, Supreme Court of Canada, the eminent jurist and uh, certainly unassailable in terms of her credibility and integrity. So she's been, she took the allegations from the speaker. She conducted her own investigation. We have no idea who she talked to. I know who she didn't talk to. Mike Farmer tells me he, she never talked to him, not that he would necessarily be the focal point of her investigation, obviously, because this is really about the, the two officers mm-hmm. and the speaker. Not sure if she talked to the two officers, not sure if she talked to the speaker, but she's coming back with her assessment of the situation uh, with her own report, as I say, will be tabled around 11 a.m. this morning, and uh, it's going to be posted on the uh, Legislative Assembly website, which I invite everyone to go to, which is www.leg.bc.ca, and you go to uh, today at the legislature, and there will be the report posted there. The clerk, the current clerk, Kate Ryan Lloyd, told me just minutes ago she expects that report to be posted almost simultaneously with the, the tabling of the report in the legislature. And I can tell you, Simi, this place has been buzzing uh, oh. again for uh, 48 hours. This was supposed to happen on Tuesday, uh, but Apparently, some of the parts of the report had to be um, uh, redacted by lawyers, and so that took a bit of time, and that's why it's coming out today. But everybody from the guards to the sessional staff in the hallway to the dining room to the cleaners have been coming up to me saying, when is this coming out? Everybody here wants this uh, basically over one way or another, that they think uh, it's interesting. A lot of people work at the legislature, and these are not politicians. This is literally like the security staff, the dining room, the janitorial staff. They think they're under a cloud unfairly, that they've had nothing to do with this. But they say people, their friends sort of jokingly joke with them, oh, you're at the legislature, you're part of the spending scandal. And they're like, no, I'm not. Um, so they want this cleared up, and I can tell you the the real buzz in the legislature is uh, is quite the, the expectations are high that this is going to be resolved one way or another. Now, have things changed then, Keith? Like obviously, this was years of doing things a certain way that has been greatly disrupted now uh, in the last six months. What has changed in terms of how things are done now at the legislature? Well, everything from um, MLAs now realizing I'm not going on any trips yeah, <laughs> for, good. for parliamentary yeah. conferences. Uh, so that's that's one thing. All these the, the sort of the Commonwealth conferences is one. I was just talking to an MLA yesterday. The speaker wanted to go to a, a parliamentary conference to Africa, and he said, uh, "No, you know, no, I'm just not doing this anymore because um, the public now is of the view that this is." potentially wasteful spending. So that's one aspect of uh, something that's uh, that's changed. The other thing is you're not going to you're going to see more oversight now um, of spending at the legislature by by officers and by just by general spending. Lampsey, the legislative assembly management committee was sort of inert for a long time. It, it never it only met once in in a year and now the house leaders are realizing we better meet fairly often and we better be consulting 
with the financial uh, people at the legislature on a regular basis and ensure that some of this stuff just doesn't uh, happen anymore. Huh. So there's more oversight and there's less spending, quite frankly, and you're going to see a heck of a lot less travel. I think the days of sending delegations to parliamentary conferences are over. Great. I know a lot of people would be very happy to hear that. It's interesting because before it seemed like there was very much a apprehension to try to interfere in legislature spending, like, oh, no, like that's independent, that, mm-hmm. and that's completely changed now, it sounds like. I, I think it has changed. It's still There's still a, a view that you know the legislature has to be independent of the parties, uh, but the House leaders realize they've got a duty now to to ensure that there's not wasteful spending. Most of the stuff that Daryl Pluck has alleged, quite a bit of it, was about travel and about uh, uh, expenses on travel. And when travel ceases to exist, uh, you're going to see a lot less than this. My understanding now, I think you're going to see only delegations go to the, the National Conference of, leg- of Legislatures, which is legitimate. I mean, they go there and they go to Ottawa. Yeah. Um, not necessarily in, you know, in summer. Maybe they go in winter and have to endure snow. Um, and they go to perhaps to London for the for the General Commonwealth Conference. They send a delegation there. And, and there is one that's unique in the northwest, of the, in the, which comprises the United States, which is a relatively new one. But uh, it's interesting to sort of foster a relationship between the B.C. legislature, Washington, Oregon, um, Utah. Uh, I think Alberta's in there as well. And that may be perceived as a legitimate one. But I think the days of going into the, the, the Bermuda Islands or... Yeah. Barbados in the middle of winter for a luxurious four-day conference to discuss parliamentary procedure, I think that's over. I think it's more the, the, the traditional ones that are going to be the only ones attended now. Good. Okay. Lots to talk about. Thank Keith. We'll let you go. I know it's going to be busy for you today. Thank you. Talk later. Okay. That is Keith Baldry, our Global BC Legislative Bureau Chief, outlining all the changes and things that have happened in the last six months. Because remember that footage? I think that shocked everybody when you saw that footage of the, at that time, uh, Clerk Craig James and Sergeant-at-Arms Gary Lentz being walked out of the legislature uh, by police and people went, what is happening? And in the months since then, we've had all of this, these accusations come out, all of these allegations come out, and today we're going to get a much bigger picture. Beverly McLaughlin, the former Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of Canada, has uh, written a report on this, looking into everything. That report is going to be released imminently in the next probably 15, 20 minutes or so. Uh, She's turned in her findings. Uh, She was appointed as a special investigator into this about six weeks ago. And so there will be a lot more to come on this. Keep it tuned in right here for the very latest because we will have it for you and get lots of reaction to it as well. If you want to weigh in, send me at cknw.com. I mean, some of the stuff that Keith was just talking about there, I know a lot of us would be very happy about that. It's about time politicians thought twice, right, about taking these trips and these junkets. Like, I'm glad to hear that they are very apprehensive about this and thinking, well, this isn't going to look good. They should have been thinking that before when they were doing this. But if this is what it took to make them think twice about that, well, then good. This stuff had to be exposed.